So our first speaker today is a young man that I had the pleasure of meeting about a year or two years ago. And this is a man who I call a man, even though he's a teenager, but he truly is a man in so many ways. I first met this young man, Jake Olson, when he came to our Center for the Partially Sighted because he wanted to learn what are the tools that are available to help a person who is visually impaired. And he was referred to me by the late Nancy Mansfield, who is just a beautiful person that we should all never forget. And when I met Jake, Jake told me his very, very interesting story. I wanted to know why did he want to know about what visual aids would be helpful. So without any further ado, I'd like to introduce Mr. Jake Olson, who's going to tell you an amazing story, and he'll uplift you for the rest of your life. It's an honor speaking here today. When I was about eight months old, I was diagnosed with retinoblastoma, which is cancerous tumors in the retina. Uh, when the doctors found it, they found it late. So they almost immediately had to take out my left eye, but were able to save my right eye with chemotherapy and radiation. Since then, in the September 2009, the cancer had come back eight times, and eight times I beat it with different treatments like radiation, chemotherapy, laser treatment, cryotherapy, and other experimental treatment. But when the cancer came back in September of 2009, the doctors said that this time they were not able to do anything, so I was going to have to, they were going to have to take out my right eye, which meant I was going to have to go blind. And when I found this out, I was very scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was so used to seeing with that right eye and doing everything visual, I didn't know how the transition was going to be. And I started to remember things that helped me in the past get through adversity so they can help me now. And a couple of those things are my faith, uh, keeping a positive attitude, having a vision for your life. And first, the m most powerful thing that has helped me get through adversity is having a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And it, my favorite verse is Jeremiah 29, 11. It's for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you hope in the future. And I kept on to that verse and through my, all, my whole life, and it helped me get through everyday struggles with cancer and the treatment, the thought of going blind, and the actual reality of going blind. And some of you out there might be asking, well, what, what is faith? And faith is where the promises and works of God are made real. And my faith is always with me. It does not come and go. It's with me 24-7, even though it might be scary, it might be rough, it might not make sense the circumstances I am, but it means I put my faith in God and I trust Him all the time and I trust His plans that He has for me. And the second thing that has helped me is keeping a positive attitude. And uh, I do that by keeping a can-do attitude and helping others. And I also believe that the only thing that can stop you in life is you. And uh, the Last summer, I went to Costa Rica with a couple of my classmates and my sister, and we went there to help parentless and homeless children. Uh, we went there, showed them love, hang, hung out with them, and built shelters, actually, where they could live. And we also went there uh, for some sightseeing and uh, some fun stuff like zip lining. But one part of the trip, we were doing some sightseeing, and we went down uh, to go see a waterfall. 
and how to get down there was about 500 steps, and it was a third world country, and those steps were not ADA regulated, I'll tell you that much. Um, each step was a different height, length, uh, size. I mean, walking down it probably took 500 steps, probably took like an hour. Okay, Jake, you're going to step a foot here, then you're going to jump to your right, and then you're going to take three feet jump to your left. Don't miss it because you don't want to fall down the eight-foot ramp that's to your right, and it was just crazy. I'd like to meet the person who made them. Um, <laughs> but the experience of Costa Rica was as encouraging as enlightening. And Helen Keller said that we live in a broken world full of suffering, but we also live in a world full of overcoming. And that that's what I like to take a positive attitude on, that though we live in a world that's suffering, that we can overcome, and that we can make do with anything that is given to us. And uh, that's going to bring me to my next thing, is having a vision for your life. And when I found out that I was going to have to go blind, I still wanted to make sure I could still lead a normal life, and I'd still be the boy I was, and I wasn't going to let blindness stop me. And I did that by keeping busy, by speaking to different groups and organizations and churches and schools like this right now. And I've, since I've went blind, I've also picked up the guitar and the ukulele. Uh, I'm still playing a center for my football team. And the biggest thing right now is um, I was a big golfer before, and when I went blind, I still wanted to play golf. And I did. I made that a goal. And I'm hitting the ball better than I ever have before. And, uh, and my goal is to play competitive golf in high school next year. And then graduate from high school, go to go to college, hopefully the University of Southern California, and then graduate from USC and be the first blind golfer to enter into the PGA Tour. So <clears throat> that's my goal. And golf is not an easy game, especially when you can't see the ball. But... I realized that, and I just I made a goal, and I realized that I have to work harder than the next guy to make that dream come true. And uh, having a vision for your life is very important. Anita uh, France, Olympic gold medalist, said that your goals should be out of reach, but not out of sight. And, you know, uh, vision is the art of seeing the invisible, and for someone who's blind, that almost becomes natural. Um, but even though I've lost my eyes, I've not lost the vision for my life. And having faith and keeping a positive attitude and having a vision for my life has really taken um, me to the next level in life. And I encourage you to make goals in your life and to, ha or, and to have a vision for your life and to make goals that you can go and strive for. And Helen Keller said that we live in a broke, or we live in a God-made world, not a man-made world. And I see that same world. And I walk by faith and not by sight. So when we leave here today, I just want to encourage you to go out there and keep a positive attitude and be um, willing to face any challenge that comes your way with an optimistic view and to make goals and have a vision for your life. So anything that comes your way, you can, uh, you can overcome it. But uh, it's been an honor speaking to you today, and thank you. Thanks, David. Thanks, David.
Thank you. I, I know you would all be so impressed, and uh, I'm certain all the young ladies out there are wondering, gosh, I wonder if he's got a girlfriend, you know? <laughs> but Jake, uh, you know, you're really a very, very remarkable young man. I believe it was November when you had your last remaining eye removed, yeah. and I believe it was by January, was it, that you were back doing things? Um, well, I actually... Uh I was playing center for my football team at the time because it was in the fall, and uh, November 12th is when the, the surgery was to take out my right eye. And what four days later, I uh, <laughs> I lined up under center to play in my playoff game. So, it was, <laughs> but it was uh, it was pretty, you know. I, I've got, it was going there. It was such a difference, you know. Four days after, I was kind of disoriented a little bit, but the next season came around, and I'll tell you, it was so much easier playing center then than four days after my surgery, but uh, um, I, I still play center, so. But uh, I, I'd like for you, I know that there's a few things, you know, for many young people, when we have vision problems, we get down upon things, and we think all these doors are closing, but would you share for the audience some of these things that open for you? Uh, tell them your experience with the USC football team. Yeah, um, my dad graduated from USC, so we've always been big USC fans. And when I found... <laughs> that's that's always good to hear, you know. I, I don't want to hear boo. Um, but when the, I found out I, my, well, I was going blind, I went back to school the next day and told everyone. And a couple of my classmates have friends and family that they, uh, they're either siblings go to USC or their parents have gone and they have some connections. And somehow my story reached head coach Pete Carroll at the time of the USC football team. And he invited me up for a practice. And I thought, you know, it was going to be this, you know, sit on the sideline and watch practice type of deal. But when I got there, the whole team started chanting my name and I got to listen into the uh, team meetings and go out to practice and hang out with the team, and it came into this big thing, and I got to go right on the bus before the game with the team, go in the locker rooms before and after the games, and stay in the hotel as the team did. I, it was, he showed me such grace, and also, uh, a couple weeks before my surgery, I would have never have guessed either that I would be speaking, giving inspirational speaking, you know, a couple months after to different groups and organizations like this and helping others. Uh, I, I would have never thought that. So, you know, if you do keep a positive attitude and you just have a faith, doors will open for you. And when they do, you take you take the opportunity. And, uh, Jake, how did you get that gig on ESPN? You were on college game day, and I don't know how you got that one, but you were there commentating. Yeah. <laughs> um, ESPN did a story on me. If you want to uh, look it up, you can go to my website, uh, it's outofsightfaith.com. Uh, just basically O U T O F S I G H T F A I T H uh, dot com. So if you want to check out that story, but ESPN did a story on me, and then that uh, New Year's Day, they asked me if I wanted to come on college game day and pick. So I woke up at 4 a.m. and went there, and uh, I actually beat one. Uh, what Lee Corso or not Lee Corso? Is it no no yeah Lee Corso is that his name yeah yeah I beat him in the picking so 
I can I can say I beat a professional on picking football teams. So. Yeah, that's that's absolutely amazing. I mean, there's so many stories, and I know that you've been in TV shows and and movies and things. So uh, your vision loss really didn't close down your life, but it gave you so many different opportunities. And for the last story, as we begin to you know close here, can you tell me the story? I had heard that you might be the only blind person who played quarterback and threw a touchdown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I was, last year I was playing for my uh, football team and we were probably three touchdowns above. So I'm like, okay, coach, you know, can I go in as quarterback? And it's flagged. So, you know, I'm not worried about, you know, getting tackled and, and different things like that, concussions. Um, but so I was under center and I got the ball and I ran and I ran for about five yards and they pulled my flag and, so the next play, I got under center again. I took the ball, and everyone started blitzing, even the safeties. Everyone started blitzing because, you know, they weren't going to think I was going to throw the ball, you know. I mean, why would I throw the ball? So I knew my wide receiver that was lined up to my left. He was going to be doing a post over the middle, so he's going to be cutting over the middle. And I knew I, I, he was supposed to clap, but I couldn't hear him clapping because that's how I usually – play catch with my buddies or my dad. They clap and I throw the ball to him. But I couldn't hear the clapping, so I just kind of thought he was over the middle. Threw the ball, and it, it went right to him. He didn't have to stop running. It was in full stride. No safety was there, so he just ran 40 yards into the touchdown. So it would be cool. My center, my center came up to me, and he was like, oh, he just threw a touchdown. I'm like, wow, really? So... Last year, I could say I beat probably all the NFL uh, quarterbacks because I had a 100% accuracy rate. Um, so, with one time, yeah, so. Well, thank you so much, Jake. And one last time, uh, what is the website? I know you started a foundation. What is that website again that we could all go to? And Yeah, I, I, it's outofsightfaith.com, O-U-T-O-F-S-I-G-H-T. F-A-I-T-H.com. Great. Outofsightfaith.com. Well, thank you very much, Jake, for your story. We yeah, thank you. It's it. an honor speaking to you guys.